Welcome to the Wrestling With Your Calling podcast with Dr. Conrad Davies. This podcast is intended to help unleash potential at your burning bush. As your fellow traveler and coach, my part is to help activate, cultivate, and empower you on the journey. So just the other day, I was looking over the Psalm 23, very popular Psalm. It talks about the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters, on and on and on. But it goes on to say, he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And I remember when I was processing that, and I said to myself, he leads, so it shows action of God as a being like a shepherd. He leads me in paths of righteousness, and righteousness is not something that I can determine. God determines it. In other words, humans can't reach a righteous standard of God. So through Jesus, here is God fulfilling that standard and guiding us towards righteousness, towards his right way. And I start thinking, and of course, that was the Old Testament context, bringing it to a New Testament. I said to myself, he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And so what what I want to emphasize today or think about today out loud with you guys is how many of the things that God does for us, through us, in us, even around us, is really not about us. It's really about his reputation, his namesake. In other words, it's almost like God's character is on the line so that when he, for instance, Uh, led his people out of Egypt and Moses is now leading the people and God is about to wipe out his people because they were stubborn, stiff neck and they're, you know, they just dishonored him. Moses pushed back and said, hold on, hold on, Lord. No, 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 no. Turn away from your anger. This is Exodus 32, I believe. He said, turn away from your anger because this is really about your name that hold on. People have heard that you whooped the Egyptians People have heard that you did these awesome works with the people and brought them out of Egypt, and now you're going to kill them? And if you wipe them out, kill them, this is going to make you look bad, Lord. It's going to make you look like the strange, weird one. And the Lord turns from his anger because there's something about God's reputation that he wants to upkeep, uphold. There's something about he wanting to, his name being for his name's sake, for his great glory, for him being the one that's in the spotlight. And so here's David saying, you lead me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. It really makes me wrestle through that there are times that God will keep us on our path for the sake of his character. So the journey now becomes, can we trust that God will keep us on that path? knowing God's intention, it's about him getting glorified. It's about his namesake. It's about his reputation. It's about his character. It's about him being, the, the again, the glorified one. And so as I was still processing it, and as, I was pro- as I've been processing it and I'm still processing it, I'm realizing that I started, well, let me give another context. I was, I took that phrase, 
names God's namesake for his namesake. And I started to trace it throughout the scriptures. And as I traced it, some things that I began to note in the journey is that this Old Testament really paints the picture of God's namesake really had to do things like he didn't forsake his people because he wanted to make a people for himself, but it was for his namesake. That's 1 Samuel 12, 22. He um, showed his might and his strength and he is his outstretched arm for his namesake. That's 1 Kings eight forty one. Um, he pardons guilt. He leads and guides. He delivers. He atones for sin. He makes known his power. He saves. All these things are scriptural references for God's name's sake. So think about that. So though we may say that, oh, God is doing it because um, I I asked or I apologized or I for, asked for forgiveness or I said something to the Lord that I confess my sin and he's just doing it because I did some kind of confession. I did something. It's more so, no, it's about for him to keep his reputation as gracious, compassionate God, slow to anger, rich in mercy, abounding in steadfast love, forgiving. To keep his character, he is doing what is within his character. And so when we do confess, of course, he's forgiving. When he shows compassion, of course, he's compassionate. When he's showing himself gracious and merciful, he is gracious and merciful. And so to stay in context of who he is, there's these things that are happening, and it really has nothing to do with us per se. We are participating in the process that he's created to here on the earth. He's given us the opportunity. That's his grace. He's, he's shown himself merciful. That's his mercy. But it's really not about us doing something. It's more so he's given us the opportunity to participate in his divine nature, to experience the grace, the mercy, the compassion, the slowness, the anger, the, um, the bounty and love, the forgiveness. He's given us opportunity to participate in who he is, which is beautiful and rich. And so there's many things that are kind of coming with a lot of this that is quite powerful if we think about it, is that God really does have um, things that he does that really is about his name. Another quick scriptures. It says Isaiah 48, 9. God deferred his anger. It was about his namesake. Um, uh, another scripture in Isaiah. He's, he's the, uh, he doesn't put people to shame because it was about his namesake. When there was sin in Jeremiah and their and iniquities testified against things, the Lord um, acted. Um, so many different things. But then there's this interesting shift in the New Testament. At least the tone seems to shift in my mind. In the New Testament, when it talks about for his namesake, it says things like, well, you'll be hated by all. Um, if you don't, if everyone who has left houses or mothers or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children, it's for his namesake, they'll receive a hundredfold for God's namesake. Um, they'll be del- they'll be delivered to tribulation, put to death. They'll be hated by all for his namesake. You'll be hated for his namesake. They'll lay hands on you. They'll persecute you. They'll deliver you up to the synagogues and prisons. And you'll be brought before kings and governors for God's namesake. Hated for God's namesake. Um, there's a prayer that help us to endure patiently and bear up for God's namesake. Um, our sins are forgiven for his namesake. So my point is, is that there's this theme where... 
again, there's this parts of the story. I think Old Testament, God preserved, protected, showed himself as he is. I'm not saying this any different New Testament, but it seems like the tone is a little different because it seems like the focus is about there's persecution and hatred and potential death and, and all these other things that can come because for God's name's sake, there's a um, new part of the story that I think showed itself in the New Testament, that Jesus was now, for the sake of the name of Jesus, there could be death and destruction and pain and heartache and the sacrifice and giving up and um, hatred and murder and all kinds of things. And so, because we're in that time period of the story, for his name's sake, I think still applies Old Testament as some of the things I referenced, but I think in the New Testament, there's a place of being different, being contrary, being other, not being the same because our citizenship is not in heaven. Sorry, not in on the earth. Excuse me. Our citizenship is not on the earth. It is in heaven. And so we don't necessarily fit. We're aliens or strangers. We don't fit in the what the world system would expect from us. And so that makes us other. It makes us contrary. And so for his name's sake, we may be hated. For his name's sake, we may have to endure things that we just don't want to. For his name's sake, we may have to leave houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and father. For his name's sake, we'll have to, be, may have to experience God's deliverance. People may put us to death for his name's sake. We have to endure to the end for his name's sake. It's about his name that's now different connotatively than what it once was. And so we may get persecuted, hands laid on us. Um, maybe brought before certain officials because his name's sake is on the line. God is telling a story. And at this phase in the story, those who say yes to him and want to follow his way, there may be some hardships that come with that. So to end in all this and to tie it back to calling, because this is about calling, it's all connected to calling. We've been invited into to participate in what God would have for us. We've been, since we were invited in and this invitation, if we say yes to the call, will be chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen, will be chosen. And in being chosen by the Lord, I believe there will be some hard things. And walking in our call may have pushback and pressure and tension and fight and wrestle. Well, we'll need God's deliverance. We're going to need to patiently endure and bear up and not to grow weary, according to Revelations 2 and 3. We just have to learn just to endure just to embrace it. But it's about his reputation. It's about God looking good. It's about God being glorified. And since he invited us to participate, we do this with humility. We walk humbly and we love his mercy and we love justice. We want to be with the Lord according to that Micah 6 and 8. We want to walk humbly with him. And so my challenge this morning is just processing some of this is that your life and my life is really about his namesake, but we have to choose to think of it that way, that it's about his namesake. And lastly, you may have heard me say this before, where um, there's in calling, there's a difference between a destination mindset versus an invitation mindset. The destination mindset keeps us prideful. There's a destination. There's a place I've got to find. I got to go find my calling. And then we do all these prideful things to go figure out once we find our calling, our destination, we now do all these things to go figure out what's the path I need to take. But if we take it as an invitation mindset, we start to realize that no, 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 no. We have been invited on this journey in a story that really is about God's namesake. It's about 
his namesake, his reputation, his way, his character being displayed and shown. And so that brings us to a more humble posture to follow him wherever he says, okay, got to go this way because this is about a story I'm telling. And we start to realize that, Lord, this is about your story. This is about your namesake. This is about you being glorified, which led Jesus to be a good daddy's boy where he said, I only do what my father tells me to do and only say what my father tells me to say. That is Jesus wanting to glorify his father for God's namesake, for God's reputation. God was doing the work and telling a story. So I hope you're encouraged today, though some things are tough, just to remember that this is about God's namesake. This is about his, for his namesake. And if you want to trace things in the scripture, you can do likewise, is that go look up all the scriptures about his namesake or just namesake and just kind of look at all the different scriptures that are about God's namesake. Hopefully it will encourage you and help you to help us to realize that, yeah, this is not about us. It's about him. Peace. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. I hope this episode helped you learn more about your story and God's calling on your life. I also hope that you have been activated, cultivated, and empowered to become the ace you are called to be. Go and excel in the things you are called to do. Please subscribe to this podcast and become a monthly financial supporter of our podcast. If you haven't already, order a copy of Wrestling With Your Calling from our website, wrestlingwithyourcalling.com. Also, be on the lookout for new podcast episodes every week. On Tuesdays, there will be Dr. Conrad's insights on calling. And on Thursdays, you will hear new interviews from a variety of people who are wrestling with their calling. I hope you are encouraged today. Have a great rest of the day. Bye for now.